Welcome to Educators with Oil Podcast, where we discuss education with God, teaching with love, and inspiring with faith. Take your oil with you. Let God guide your steps in the classroom. Co-hosts Ronette Branham and Shanae Moore. Welcome to Educators with Oil podcast. Welcome to Educators with Oil. We are here to discuss biblical strategies for effective teaching. I am Ronette Branham and this is my co-host Shanae Moore. How are you today, Shanae? I am great today. I am feeling very hopeful today, which is our topic for our episode today. So before we get started, I want us, to, I want our, our listeners to just ponder on these following questions about hope. So do you struggle with having hope for the future of education, hope for our students? Are you losing hope in yourselves and your abilities? Are you hopeful for the upcoming school year and all of the changes to come? And I know we're going to have to have hope for our school year because the district we're in, we are redistricting. So there's a lot of teachers that are forced to go to a new school and say goodbye to their students and staff members that they worked with for years. So we got to have some hope definitely for us in our district. Are you feeling hopeful, Ryan? <laughs> I am feeling hopeful. I have faith. I have some faith to, to add to that, but I am hopeful. You have to be. Um, that's where your strength is going to come from. Yeah. That you actually have hope. Otherwise, who? I don't know who's going to do if we don't have hope that it's going to be better or it's going to be okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. am hopeful. Yeah, I, I, could, I could assume if we don't have hope, then we're just going to be complaining and stressed about every little thing and every little detail I can see that happening so we definitely want to go in hopeful and believing that good things are going to come so yeah. I'm going to start off with Jeremiah 29 11 chapter 29 verse 11 I want to start saying that <laughs> all right Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 and I'm reading the NIV version, which says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Hmm. I love that scripture. I always say it. I don't know the scripture by name, but I always say that God wants me to have a prosperous life. So <laughs> yeah, that's true though. I'm always saying that one because I'm like, it always justifies why I'm doing so many things. Mm -hmm. He wants me to prosper. But now you have, now you have proof, right? Right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in the future so we want to have hope for good things to come we don't know the details of god's plan for our lives but we want to be hopeful we want to know that um in his plan it does include us being prosperous and having an amazing future for us to live out his plan for us you want to add yeah. to that I got that. I, I, I'm like that person. Well, I heard what you said not to harm you. And um, so if you feel like something is trying to harm you, you know, right there, it's not come from God. He doesn't have plans to harm us. 
He wants us to prosper and he has uh, a great future for us. So just think about that. So then that could give us time to pause and say, is it, if this is hurting me like this, I know it's not sent from God. Yeah. So then you go and look for what he, the plans that he does have for you. Exactly. Yeah. And it should be based on our faith and based on, not based on what we see. So we see a lot of changes. We see a lot of things going on in the world right now. We see in our politics, things are going on. We see something else coming up, another disease. What is it? What is it? Monkey pox or something? Oh, gosh. Oh, get You having a fit now. (laughs) (laughs) So after just coming off COVID and no, you just would see all of these things happen. And it's like, how can I have hope in any type of way? But we don't want to focus on what we are seeing. We need to move by faith. And that's what we do not see. Just, Just knowing that God wants us to prosper and to have a good life. I have another scripture, Romans 12, verse 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. So that helps me whenever I'm feeling like I'm losing hope and feeling doubtful and just feeling discouraged immediately go into prayer and let God know how I'm feeling. I'm very honest in my prayers and hopefully everybody else is too, but I'm very honest in my prayers and let know, let God know how I feel. Like this is happening and this is happening and this is going on and I don't think it's going to work out. And every time that I pray, I, I tell people all the time, we should be having a dialogue. So I say all I want to say and say all of my feelings and thoughts, but then I also sit there with it and let God just speak back to me. So I get it all out <laughs> and then I wait for him to talk back to me too. But my, my solution would be to go to prayer. If you are feeling like you are losing hope, go to prayer first. Yeah. And I, I keep going. I, I'm every time. I don't know if, if, if you noticed that when we get a scripture, God gives it to us, and then you'll have half of it, and I have the other half. So I got the rejoicing and hope part. So Mm -hmm. you have to be happy and rejoice and get joy, joy of the Lord about what you're hoping for. And then you can be patient in whatever's happening. Then you can go to God and say, Lord, this is what I'm hoping for. This is what I believe you for. This is what I believe I can do. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm joyful about that. I'm thinking of every time I think about it, I want to be happy. I'm going to be excited, anticipate. And then I go to God and say, well, this is what it looks like. So I need you to give me some comfort in this because this is what I want it to look like. So I think that rejoicing and we have so many scriptures about rejoicing and having the joy of the Lord and that's our strength and that's going to keep us going. So that is something that we have to remember at all times that rejoice in the word of God and what God says that you can do, what he can do, what you're capable of. And I think it'll comfort you. I don't even think it. I know that it'll comfort you. And then you can go to God and say, again, like you said, I'm honest, Lord, this is what I want, but this is what it is. Right. How do I get my mind wrapped around what you want it to be, what we want it to be, how it's supposed to be? So um, it all works together. And of course, you can't 
hoping something and it's not even God's plan. You can open it if you want to, but you have to go to God and get some confirmation, get some direction. So yeah, it all does work together. Yeah. yeah. Because like with us, with the changes that are happening, it's supposed to be done so that we can have smaller class sizes. And that's like one of the things that we complained about for the longest is we have too many kids in our classroom. So let's be joyful about it's happening for God is allowing it to happen probably for a good reason. Yeah. Maybe you needed to be split up from that coworker that you're like so comfortable with that you don't even want to talk to other coworkers. Like yeah. it could be those situations that are happening where God is shifting things and making things change so that something new can happen. I believe always that's if he's taking something away, something better is going to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe that. Yeah. And then we don't know. Like, like you said, we know God has a great future for us and he has, this is what he has his plans for us. Yeah. We don't know how it's going to work out. We don't know. We can hope for the end game. This is the end game is you're going to have smaller classrooms. How's that going to work? We didn't know how that was going to happen. We didn't even believe it. We didn't even have hope in that. Yeah. We have hope in that. Maybe, maybe somebody, the person who, the grade below them had less kids and they knew that they didn't have to hope that they're going to have less children the next year. Yeah. But who was hoping? We didn't hope for that. We wanted it, but I didn't hope for that. I didn't even think that was possible. It became no. our new normal. <laughs> hmm? It was our new normal. Like we got a lot of kids. That's it. Like there's nothing mm -hmm. we can do about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and but even before that, we had, I had too many students in my class before a few years ago. So before that's just what it was, especially in our district. I mean, especially if you were in a bilingual, if you're a bilingual teacher, you didn't, you had too many students, period. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think we need to let that um, God work it out and just hope for the end, end thing, the end, our future. Yeah, I like that. God work it out. Let's let God work it out. <laughs> hope for good things to come. And my last point is just that God wants us to overflow with hope so that we can pour into our students and our administrators and colleagues and parents about their situations. And what does that mean is when we're walking around the school and we're teaching our students and they're, and they're lacking that hope, we should be around and in their presence and like telling them it's, it's okay. It's fine. It's going to work out. God's got a plan. Well, we can't say that's students, but just letting them know in so many ways that it is going to work out. It's going to be fine. Talk positive, think positive, have hope for spreading that. Yeah. And I, I have something to add to that. I have a few scriptures. I don't want to use all of them. I can say them, but I'm not going to use all of them because maybe people want to go to those scriptures, Isaiah 40 and 30, but those Isaiah 40 and 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Then I have, we remember uh, before our God and Father, your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. So 
that I know that the writers are Isaiah and um, who uh, the the writers are speaking to um, the children of God. But if you just read those scriptures right, just the way they are given right there, yeah. any teacher can take that. Yeah. Any parent, any leader can take that and 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 have hope. So hope uh, is what we want to happen. We hope uh, we're going to progress. Our students are going to. Uh, learn what we're teaching. They're going to grasp those concepts. So that's what we want. But we have to have faith. Yeah. Faith is what our hope is based on, what it's made up of. The, the, it says, um, hmm, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, seen. So if we hope for something, where are we getting that? Because we have faith that we can accomplish it. So, um, Faith is believing. Our hope is made up of our faith. So we believe, so believe that you are capable and that God is with you and it's in, within your power. So you can hope for something all you want. I can hope for somebody to put a million dollars in the bank for me, right? Nice. But I don't have any faith in that. I don't have this. That hope is made up of nothing except a, yeah. a, a dream that has no substance. Yeah. Unless I was working on something and I knew when I get paid, this is how much they're going to pay. Me. So yeah. that's the sub, that's the substance. Yeah. But it's not that. It's hope. You have faith that you are capable of accomplishing your goals. God is able and willing to help you with those goals or help you whatever he promised you. Yeah. And so, and when we go to Isaiah and it's talking about the hope in the Lord will renew our strength. So it's uh, with strength and and then you gave us the scripture about the uh being rejoicing in the hope so the bible says the joy of the lord is our strength so if we have the joy of the lord we're going to be strengthened so he's going to strengthen us to prepare and work toward our plan our goal so then we could look and say when i get done this in this month this marking period my students will have learned this. These are the standards they have to meet. They will have met them. So I'm working toward it. I'm just not hoping everybody's going to get what they need. No, you have to work toward it. And um, you get your strength by working. Did you ever, I don't know, just think about, did you ever, were you ever waiting for somebody to do something for you or waiting for something to happen? And you're just like, oh my goodness, this is taking so long. Like, I don't care what, or just say everybody's done this. You're waiting in line at the DMV. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, yeah. you're yeah. like, I've been here for hours. Yeah. I promise you, start doing some work. Take out your notepad, take out your iPad, anything that you have and start doing some work. Yeah. Or you know it, time has passed and they're calling your name, your number. And it's just like, you have to be busy. Once you're busy, then you won't be antsy. You won't be struggling like i'm hoping for this i don't know what's gonna happen but work toward it work toward it yeah. so i have more but i don't know if you want to stop i don't want to just keep talking talking did you you want to add something to that no 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 you're good you're good oh, okay yeah so and i had that we remember before our god and father your work produced by faith so you're working why because you have faith in what you're going to accomplish you have faith in yourself because you're a teacher, you wouldn't, I don't say you wouldn't be teaching if you didn't have faith in yourself, 
because sometimes we just know that's what we're supposed to do, but then we have to be equipped. So you have faith that you're equipped, or if you're not fully equipped for whatever the curriculum entails, then you can get you can get instruction. So um, you have faith in your goals, and then it says, um, your work is produced by faith. So you're not going to work if you don't have faith that it's going to be accomplished. If you don't believe it's going to work, you're not even gonna, you're not even going to put forth all that effort. Yeah. So um, then it says your labor is prompted by love. Why do you do what you do? I hope you love your job. I hope you love teaching. I hope you love inspiring students. That is going to help you endure. I don't know if you hate your job, you don't like students, you don't like the people who are under you. You know, you, you're going to, you're going to, it's not going to be pleasant. Yeah. Right? It's going to be hard to endure. It's going to be hard to endure. So, and it says, your endurance is inspired by hope of our Lord. So, you endure because of the hope and the confidence that you have in that reward that you're going to get in the end. No matter what that reward is, you are hoping in that. So you have confidence in that and you're going to be, keep on going. Yeah. Like I said, you keep on working. Before you know it, you're done. The market period is up. Yeah, Your students have been tested and they made, they met their goals. Uh, if they didn't, then you have to work. You know, we have to get smaller goals, trying to figure out what we need to do. We know, we know that. And so just remember God is faithful in that he promised to never leave us or forsake us. So we're going to hold on to that. We're going to hold on to God is with us. If I need strength, I'm going to get it from him. Have the joy of the Lord. That's going to give me strength. I don't know if, they, if people believe that, but that's what the Bible says. And I'm going to stand on that. I'm going to rejoice in that. Yeah. So um, I, I think as long as we're hoping in the right thing, we have faith in that hope that's going to happen. I think we, we got it. Yeah. And I just also want, because our goal for this podcast is also to speak to those teachers that might be thinking that this profession is not for them. And that might be the case too. So if you feel like you're constantly losing hope, you're doing all these things to get more hope and get more fulfilled and going to God and you're still feeling the same way, it might not be the profession. It's not for everybody. <laughs> it is not. So it might not, but those signs of I'm constantly losing hope and I'm constantly losing faith, it might be a sign. So just so I just wanted to keep it real on that point right there. Like we, might we have one coming up. We have a, a podcast coming up exactly to that point. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of reasons where you could not have hope yes, yeah. in your profession. And it and it could be that you uh are not cut for it. It doesn't work for you. It could be another kind of change. We're going to talk about that one. I'm excited about that. Yes. Podcast, for real. Uh, so but, we'll, we'll end it right there. And if anybody wants to get in contact with us, they can find us on Facebook at Educators with Oil. Email us at educatorswithoil at gmail.com. And yeah, did I forget anything else? <laughs> I think I said everything. And thank you. Remember yes. to like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> yes. And if you're on Facebook, remember to like our page. Thank yes. you. And have an enjoyable day. <laughs>